Bucks fans to another edition of Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. I hope you all are having a wonderful day. We got a jam-packed episode for y'all today. The segments for today's show include race review, NASCAR news, some race previews, Big Tay gives us a fantasy update, and Big Tay drops a surprise at the end of the show. Buckle up and let's talk some NASCAR. Welcome to Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tate, America's favorite NASCAR podcast by NASCAR fans or NASCAR fans. Enjoy the show. Welcome, race fans, to another edition of Talking NASCAR with Burn and Big Tay. I, of course, am the host, Burn. Joining me, as always, the man, the myth, and the legend, the Southern Savant himself, Big Tay. Hello, race fans. It's good to be back, Burn. I gotta say, it's been a while, but uh, it's really good to be back in the saddle here with you, and uh, real excited to get uh, talking here as we wrap up the uh, rest of the season here. It really is. It's great to be back, like you said. I missed the pit crew. I missed sharing you know, the, the fun and excitement as we wind the season down here and we only got a couple episodes left in season one so uh why don't we say we jump right in because we do have a jam-packed episode because of our little hiatus so uh why don't we drop that green flag there big tay heck yeah let's do it let's go racing three two one green flag green flag go 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 and we are off big tay Right off the bat, why don't you go ahead and tell everyone how to get a hold of us? Well, that's real easy. We're up on all our social media pages on Facebook at NASCAR Talking. Same thing on Twitter at NASCAR Talking. And while you're at it, check out our Instagram page at Talking NASCAR. That's right. It is super easy to get a hold of us. Why don't you uh, join in on the conversation, drop us a line, and tell us who you think will be the champion of this NASCAR season. We'd love to hear the pit crew's opinions on that. And other than that, Big Tay, how have you been? How was your world travels? Oh, it was, uh, it was interesting to say the least. Uh, my world travels, uh, for work took me, uh, overseas. So the, uh, Pandemic era travels have been uh, quite interesting, uh, to say the least, but I will say that I am, Damn happy to be back in America where get to enjoy NASCAR again. Uh, there was a bit of a, you know, while I was overseas, I did get the only, about the only motorsports I did get to see was uh, uh, seeing some F1 r- race highlights in French, but uh, nothing compares to being back in the good old US of A watching some good old NASCAR. So happy to be back, Burn. I got to say that. That's right. And uh, hey, you want to know something? I got to do real quick. What's that? I got to throw a caution out. I got to throw oh, a caution right out. off the bat. All right. Right off the bat, throwing a caution out. Caution, caution. Yellow's out. Yellow's out. And Big Tay, I'm going to throw the caution out on the drivers of France. <laughs> because <laughs> I saw on some social medias that uh, you had a little incident over there. While you were driving a rental vehicle. And 
the only explanation, <laughs> because you are a pro driver, as we all know, is that it's the French who can't drive, not you. That's right. That's absolutely right. So you know, then. So my yellow flag and my caution goes out to the drivers of France. <laughs> I I stand behind that yellow flag, and uh, you know them 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 French them Frenchy drivers, man. I gotta say, there's there's. Uh, you you don't want to be stuck in the uh, uh, so-called rush hour over there. It's uh, in some in some instances it, it is quite worse than Chicago. I'll say that. So yeah, well, it's good to have you back on the right side of the pond here. Absolutely, Big and um, you know it's great to be back where there aren't so many dang round roundabouts as there are. You know, it's uh, give me a give me a good old fashioned American perpendicular intersection any day. Well, good luck in Southern Illinois because guess what? There they have been putting in pretty regularly, no. and that's no. roundabouts. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh man, I don't oh, know yeah. if I can go back to Southern Illinois anymore now. Gonna try, gonna traumatize <laughs> me of uh, trips to Europe here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Big Tay, let's get back at it. Back to green, and why don't we jump right in to our race reviews? Let's get into that race review. All right. Yeah, let's get back into it. Uh, as Byrne mentioned, it's been quite a little bit since we've put out a uh, podcast. So got a couple races here to recap a bit uh, and get caught back up on the schedule. But uh, why don't we get started where we left things off? And that was with the uh, Las Vegas race uh, This back at the uh, South Point 400. Uh, looking back at that, uh, we had the race winner, uh, Denny Hamlin, and stage winners, Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin also won, uh, stage there, but, uh, kind of a, uh, ho-hum, uh, kickoff to the start of the round of 12, not uh, exactly the most, uh, exciting race, but, uh, nonetheless, it was still a, uh, Strong showing by the playoff drivers and uh, good, uh, you know, I guess, good uh, way to kick off that uh, next segment there for uh, guys like Denny Hamlin uh, and, uh, you know, Chase Elliott and the, the, the regulars, if you will. Yeah, and it was unfortunately the beginning of the end for my champion prediction in Alex Bowman. He strung together <laughs> several poor yeah. showings and... The Las Vegas South Point 400 was kind of the beginning of it. Uh, finished almost dead last, if not dead last, and uh, yeah. Well, it you, kinda... sh- you should have known better. I mean, yeah. you, you said it yourself when you made that pick. Is uh, you know that that wasn't that I, wasn't I, the I, smart I did, pick. I but... did. Oh well. You know, if I made smart picks, maybe we'd still have a bet. Yeah, uh, that's segment. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, you you live some, you learn some. That's right. Anything you want to touch on for the Las Vegas South Point Four Hundred Big Day? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, trying to think back. Uh, trying to think back on that race. Uh, I mean, you did mention the tough day for your your championship pick Bowman there, but uh, think back then. Uh, good, a good showing by a. a, a Recently eliminated at the time, driver Tyler Reddick, and uh, I think that uh, kind of shows his strength. And as he, as we saw in the rest of this round, uh, continued a, a pretty good run. Uh, you know, being consistent uh, up near the front, but 
no, I think that uh, should do it for Vegas, and uh, we can move on to the next race that we uh, missed, and uh, that being the Talladega at the Yellowwood 500. It was a rain-shortened race. Chris Busher ran and won the first segment, and Big Tay, your boy, the driver of the number 23 car, Bubba Wallace, picks up his first win That's on the Cup right. circuit. That's right. You know, history was made there on on that Talladega racetrack, and uh, that was uh, I, you know, that was moved moved to uh, the Monday uh, due to rain. But uh, uh, yeah, Bubba Wallace, first uh, black driver in the Cup Series to win since uh, Wendell Scott, and uh, you know, you, you hate to see the haters and you know all the negativity that came, you know that uh, really came about that, but. Nothing, you know. This is this is good. This is nothing but good news for the for the sport, really, you know. So I absolutely, you know, it was it was great to see. It was great to see uh, him celebrate with his team, and uh, you know, hopefully, it's it's the first of uh, of many more to come with him and and uh, the twenty three eleven team. As we stated earlier in the year, starting out as a new team, it was going to take a minute for everything to gel and. It was good. It was good to see the twenty three eleven team, especially uh, in their inaugural mm-hmm. year, yeah, pick absolutely. up a win. That's great momentum going into to the rest of the season, and then going into next year to the off season where they have big things going on over there at the yeah yeah. We, we mentioned that uh, in the previous pods that uh, you know they've made moves and personnel changes uh, only you know those moves are only setting themselves up for success and you know it's it's we're you know we're able to see some of that uh, success come to fruition here uh, at the racetrack finally so I uh, definitely think that uh, you know we'll be definitely hearing more from Bubba Wallace and the 2311 race team come next year Without a doubt. All right. Well, anything else you want to add about the Talladega race or Big Day? NASCAR needs a dome, man. I'm tired of all these, uh, <laughs> tired of all these rain delays <laughs> and and postponements. And, yeah, it makes it tough, you know, doesn't I, I, it? Hey, it's it's Nate. You know, it's Mother Nature. Nothing you can do about it. But I can't be the only one who's kind of fed up with all these, uh, you know, <laughs> weather delays and changing schedules and whatnot. You know. Yeah, I mean those those. Monday morning, eleven thirty a.m. beers just don't hit the same as a Sunday afternoon beer. No, they don't. They don't, especially when you've, uh, you know, maybe some of us might be working from home and you got the race on, and yeah, you know, it just definitely doesn't doesn't and, have the same feel to it. And your boss calls you out. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I, I was away. Uh, uh, <laughs> my boss was listening. I, I was I was working. I was I was working hard. So. That's right. <laughs> All right, Big Tay. I'm going to go ahead and due to the jam-packedness of this episode, I'm going to lump the next three races together. The Charlotte Roval, Texas Motor Speedway, Kansas Motor Speedway, because you're going to hear a lot about uh, a, a certain number five car in the results of these races. Again. So, again. Yeah, again. So why don't you just go ahead and hit me with the Roval, Texas and then Kansas tell us who who won and and the stage winners there. All right, so your race winner at the Roval, surprise surprise, was Kyle Larson. Stage winners at that racetrack was uh, Chase Elliott and Kyle Busch. At Texas, second verse same as the first, Kyle Larson was your race winner. Stage winners 
Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson again. And finally, with this past weekend's race at Kansas, uh, making it three in a row, Kyle Larson was your race winner, and your stage winners were, surprise, surprise again, Kyle Larson and William Byron, his teammate, also was able to pull off a stage two victory at Kansas. It's the Kyle Larson show right now. He was the dominant car so far this season to begin with, and now he's just putting his stamp on it. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, with that uh, first win there at uh, Texas, kind of took the pressure off, and uh, if you ask me, I think his team really rolled with it. You know, they had nothing to lose and just kind of went for the win, and... They are rolling, and they are a definitely a scary team to be, uh, you know, he- heading into the championship round here at, at Phoenix. So definitely is going to make for an interesting final race here in Martinsville. But uh, you know, it's when 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 things are going your way, they're going your way. Remember, right? When things are going good, they're good, and when things are going bad. It gets bad quick. Are there any other notes about any of these three races you want to touch on there, Big Tay? Well, yeah, at uh, Kansas, I did want to touch on the uh, sort of sentimental uh, aspect of uh, Kyle Larson's win. So his win this past weekend came 17 years after the tragic uh, Team Hendrick plane crash uh, near Martinsville Speedway for that race. And that crash also unfortunately claimed the life of uh, Ricky Hendrick, uh, the son of car owner Rick Hendrick. So uh, always a uh, you know tough time uh, to uh, remember those lives lost, and uh, you know what better way to uh, remember remember those individuals and you know the uh, those team members basically of that t- uh, from Hendrick uh, with with that win. And uh, it is interesting to note that. Uh, Kyle Larson's paint scheme is is very reminiscent and very similar to that uh, that was driven by Ricky Hendrick in the uh, uh, well and now the Xfinity series. So uh, very emotional uh, race win for uh, for that team, and uh, you know uh, it's just uh, good to see them uh, pay tribute and uh, you know uh, uh, have Kyle Larson uh, you know um, honor. Uh, the the memory of Ricky Hendrick and those uh, that were that were lost that day. Yeah, it had been uh, a bittersweet moment there for uh, team owner Rick Hendrick there. But uh, you were right though, Big Tay. It must have felt really good to see uh, Ricky Hendrick's paint scheme there in uh, grabbing the checkered flag and going to mm-hmm. victory lane. Any other notes uh, you want to touch on on any of the races, Big Tay? Uh, just one little final mention from the Kansas race. So at this uh, past weekend it was also the final race of the infamous uh 550 package the uh the high downforce uh uh you know spoiler package that the cars run at some some of the intermediate tracks as they did um more in, most infamous for probably not producing the most uh desired racing action shall we say on the track but uh you know it, it's i it's good to see that we're going to be turning the page on on this chapter, and as we look forward to the the next gen race cars coming out uh, with next season, so uh, going to be interesting to see how that plays out on tracks like Kansas and other you know mile and a half uh, length speedways. But 
you know, uh, let's let's hope that this is uh, this is going to be an improvement from uh, what's been put out on track so far. Yeah, I agree. It uh, hopefully hopefully will generate some excitement there, just with the racing action. So because like you mentioned, most of the action was on restarts, and so eh, you'd like to uh, like a little bit more action for like actual racing action right yeah you know once they got kind of strung out there wasn't much going on you know the only excitement was really if there was a flat tire or something like that which was kind of lame but hey what are you gonna do yep all right uh anything else you want to touch on there big tay no I, i don't think so uh you know i think we're uh all caught up here on on the past races and uh think we can look ahead to the last remaining race in the round of eight and then uh, head to the championship weekend coming up all right well then let's move ahead to our next segment big tay hit me with that nascar news all right in some of our nascar news since our last uh podcast we got uh a little bit of uh, surprising uh, news that come across the uh, Twitterverse here, and uh, one thing that I did want to mention was, well, in the past we did we did mention the uh, shuttering of Chip Ganassi Racing, uh, but uh, so a little bit of interesting tidbit was found was that Hendrick Motorsports actually bought. Chip Ganassi Racing. Now, this is not uh, exactly what you're thinking about with the race team, but uh, as it turns out, Hendrick Motorsports uh, has a... Uh, I think of them as sort of a conglomerate of uh, <laughs> different entities, and one of those entities was, uh, I guess, involved in real estate. So Hendrick Motorsports uh, has bought the properties that uh, currently house Chip Ganassi Racing. So I thought that was... Uh, that was pretty interesting of a uh, uh, bit of news there. What other news you got for us there, Big Tay? All right, and a bit of sad news that uh, has uh, happened since uh, our last podcast. Uh, former NASCAR driver John West Townley was killed. Uh, he was a former Truck Series driver, uh, also son of uh, the co-founder of Zaxby's, a uh, a pretty famous uh, fast food joint uh, restaurant in the uh, south, and uh, yeah, always always sad to hear uh, uh, you know when when some former former drivers have uh, unfortunately passed on. So our thoughts and prayers are definitely with uh, John West Townley and his family at this time. Absolutely, R.I.P. in peace. That's right. Uh, all right, and uh, wrapping up uh, the bit of NASCAR news, uh, something recently that. Uh, it was I found was really interesting was uh and involves the next gen car was that uh Dale Jr, Tony Stewart and Clint Boyer are reportedly linked to uh test the next gen car here this week at Bowman Gray Stadium so uh you got to believe this is uh some you know, this is going to you know influence their uh analysis for TV next year uh, I'm very disappointed that I did not get an invite myself. But, you should be. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. You know, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it'll be good to, good to see uh, Dale Jr., Clint Boyer. You know, those guys getting behind the wheel of a car, and you know, I'm I'm really interested to see and hear their impressions upon the uh, of the next gen car. Uh, uh, you know, for next year. So, 
more to come on that, but uh, another, I mean, it's, I, I'm hoping that there's going to be some video uh, evidence of this at Bowman Gray Stadium. This, of course, being a classic, if you will, uh, Carolina's area speedway. Uh, imagine a racetrack literally around a football field, and that's what they're going to be driving the cars around. So uh, I'm really hoping to see some... Uh, some uh, video evidence of that, and if there is, uh, we'll definitely be on the lookout on our social media pages as uh, we'll uh, share that information and uh, those links to the tweets and stories. That is exactly right. I think it's pretty neat that uh, you're going to get the the Dale Juniors, Tony Stewart's, and Clint Boyers in there, and uh, I, they'll be able to tell us all about it in the booth next year from first-hand driving experience, which is, I think, kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm hoping that they let them all loose on the track at the same time and maybe, you know, they get to test out the bumpers a bit, rub, rub the tires a little bit, you know, that'd be... <laughs> but that'd be... Uh, that's, that might be a little bit wishful thinking, but uh, nonetheless, uh, a guy can dream, right? <laughs> that's right. Uh, there is one little piece of NASCAR news I wanted to touch on there, Big Tay, and that was involving the 2311 team and apparently they're having issues getting that second charter for Kurt Busch to drive. Oh, oh, that's yeah, so uh, as of what I have read in NASCAR Twitter that that is kind of on hold right now until they sec- can secure that that second charter and uh and are able to get Kurt Busch full-time, nothing's official with uh, them bringing Kurt Busch on yet then. So that could change free agency a little bit there. It could, but you know what cures all that is deep pocketbooks, and I think Michael Jordan's good for that. That he is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it wouldn't surprise me if... Uh, I mean, it is interesting, absolutely, that uh, this uh, you know bit of news with the charter for, the, for their expansion team, but... Uh, uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem for the for the team, but uh, if it is, that's definitely going to be something note, uh, noteworthy. Yep, just something to keep season. keep the so, good old eyes on as see how it plays out. Yeah, definitely keep eyes on that for that. Yeah. All right. Anything else you want to add there, Big Tay, in our NASCAR news segment? Ah, uh, no. I think that does it for news that I've got. I'm good. All right, Big Tay. Why don't we move ahead then and go ahead and take a look at where the final eight drivers stand in the playoff standings. All right, so looking at the playoff standings following the Kansas race, we mentioned Kyle Larson uh, with his victories, locking himself into the championship round uh, at the top of the standings right now. But uh, in second place above the cut line, we've got Chase Elliott, who sits 34 points above the cut line. Denny Hamlin in third place sitting 32 points above the cut line. And right now, in fourth, we got Kyle Busch, who is one point in the good. That's right. And rounding out the final eight, Ryan Blaney sits one point below Kyle Busch on the cut line. Martin Truex Jr. is not far behind at three points below the cut line. Brad Keselowski is in seventh place, six points below the cut line. And Joey Logano... Surprisingly, surprisingly, Joey Logano <laughs> is 26 points below the cut line 
and in desperate need of a win to advance. Yeah, that's definitely going to make for a very interesting Martinsville race. You know, we've got, uh, what, seven guys basically vying for the last three spots for the championship race. Right, and and the thing is, is you look at Chase and you look at Denny and those guys, I know there has to be some anxiety going in, but they're sitting in a pretty good position going into into the final uh, race before the cutoff in the final championship race. They're looking at, and I, and I read, where Denny Hamlin has to finish 12th or higher with no... This is with no segment bonus points. And Chase has to finish 15th or higher with no bonus points to just lock themselves in no matter what. Mm-hmm. So, And again, that's that's the beauty of the playoffs. I mean, those two, those two guys and their teams, they have to – they are going to have to perform, you know, uh, mistake-free basically, you know, to, uh, to lock themselves in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as not necessarily guaranteed, but you know they are they're in a good spot. But like I said, not necessarily not necessarily guaranteed. And as we've seen in the in the past playoff uh, races, you know one mistake could set them back and knock them out. And hopefully they uh, you know not have any mistakes like that. But uh, and then you yeah, got you got guys uh, like Ryan Blaney, Mark Truex Jr., and Brad Keselowski who are all right there. I mean they're right there within six points of Kyle Busch in yeah. that last uh it's a very it's a very tight uh the this the point standings between those guys is all you know really tight and close so I mean Brad Keselowski uh, like said, wins uh, a segment and none of the other drivers sans Kyle Larson win are in the top 10 in that particular segment and then Brad Keselowski is in the playoffs at that point mm-hmm yeah and who knows? We could have a repeat situation of last year where, you know, you saw Kevin Harvick spinning out uh, Kyle Busch to, you know, his desperation move to try to make the playoffs. And it it could very well come down to that. And uh wouldn't surprise me if we see some sh- on-track shenanigans like that mm-hmm. <laughs> again. Especially year, so. when, you, uh, when you look at... Uh... Your favorite driver sitting there, and almost, and and he he's winning, win to get in. I mean, that's essentially where yep. he's at. He's win to get in. Joey Logano, he's sitting far enough away with too many p- people and points in front of him. To the only way he's moving on is if he wins, and he knows that, and he's fully capable of winning, and he's fully capable of pissing a lot of people off to win boy i I really hope that's not the case (laughs) it doesn't really come down to that but uh hey i i didn't pick him for my championship four i did (laughs) so yes you did (laughs) so why don't we go ahead and why don't we just get into just a little recap of who our championship four predictions were because one of these one of our predictions are looking pretty good right now and the other one of us yes sir it's not looking great at all <laughs> yes sir yes sir all right so big tay why don't you remind the pit crew who you picked for your championship for well i mean you you are i am the uh, southern savant as you have uh, so graciously described me so uh but my championship four uh included kyle larson Chase Elliott, 
Denny Hamlin. So, you know, right there, you got three guys right there uh, in the top four spots right now. Uh, and my final guy in the championship four, I had Ryan Blaney, which... Uh, at Kansas, I I was all for it. He was he was looking pretty good to you know get some good points and possibly even win, but uh, unfortunately not the case. And uh, you know and had some bad luck and got taken out. But uh, you know uh, with the exception of Blaney right now, uh, you know I got three guys in the top four. I'm feeling pretty good about. My On the other hand, picks. my championship four consisted of Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, Joey Logano. And Alex Bowman. So, there's that. Uh, yeah, it's like you said. It's a good thing, uh, you know, uh, you, you didn't put money on those on the on your championship. Floor. That's right. All right. Well, that all leads us into our race preview, Big Tay. What do you say we get right into the race preview for the Martinsville, which will be the last race for the round of eight, and then the championship race at Phoenix. Hit us with that race preview. All right, so into the final round of the uh, round of eight in the playoffs here. Series heads to Martinsville. Uh, as you might recall, Martinsville is the half-mile paperclip-shaped racetrack. Uh, very small, one of the classic, classic short tracks of NASCAR. Uh, and the last time the series was there was earlier in the spring in April of this year. And your winner back then in the spring was Martin Truex Jr. Uh, let's go ahead and look at the top five from that uh, race in the spring. So, as I mentioned, Truex Jr. was your winner. Chase Elliott was your second-place finisher. Denny Hamlin, third place. William Byron was fourth. And Kyle Larson was your fifth-place finisher. So, uh, if, if the spring race was any indication, expect uh, I think we can expect uh, a good showing from uh, a lot of our uh, top four guys in points here. Yeah, they uh, they did pretty well there. Yep, and I fully expect uh, them to do you know follow suit again. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, as I mentioned, it's going to be a very interesting race. But uh, you know, the added pressure to make the championship round uh, on top of it is just uh, the icing on the cake, if you will, in in this race. All right, big table. Well, we have kept the pit crew. Anxious long enough, hit me with your first driver who you think is going to win the Martinsville race. All right, my first pick for Martinsville is the defending champ from this race last year. Uh, he won this race last year to get into the championship, and so I'm going with Chase Elliott as my first pick. My first pick is a guy who is currently on the outside looking in as far as the points in the championship uh, race. And he just so happens to have won this race, I think, three of the last four times. His name is Martin. It's Martinsville. Martin Truex Jr. is my <laughs> first pick. Oh, I see. I see where you're going with this logic. We're, we're going back to that. And I like it. I should have done that. But uh, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns here with my second pick. So... Going with another guy who's had another great showing uh, in the spring, but uh, another one of my championship four drivers, so I'm going Denny Hamlin as my number two pick. My number two pick is also Denny Hamlin, so there's that. 
Who's your number three there, Big Tay? All right, I'm sticking with my guns here and going with uh, another championship guy. He's, you know, he's got to win to get in, uh, to, to, well, to secure his spot, and uh, hopefully rebounds from his race at Kansas. But I'm going Ryan Blaney as my third pick. Ryan Blaney, go figure. The president of the Ryan Blaney uh, fan Ryan, club. Exactly. Picking Ryan Blaney because this will get him in to the championship race. So my last pick right. is a guy who I have in my championship four. He is currently needing a win to get in. And uh, you want to know what? He's the kind of guy who doesn't care whose season he ends. Joey Logano is my third pick. I see you're jumping on the Joey Logano bandwagon here now. Well, somebody's got to. Uh, you know, for a second, I thought you were going to go with uh, your guy, Alex Bowman, to play spoiler here at Martinsville. Well, that would be just so... Uh, it would be poetic justice, I guess. That would be. <laughs> all right. Championship race. This is what it's all about. Phoenix. Big Tay, tell me about the Phoenix Raceway. All right. The series heads back to Phoenix for the penultimate race of the season. Uh, last time they were there was again in the spring, uh, in March. The Phoenix Raceway, a one-mile paved track. Uh, and the last time that they were there, a uh, familiar name was also uh visited victory lane uh, and uh, this came at a time during his uh his strong uh run there early in the season but uh martin truex jr was your winner in the spring uh, at phoenix uh second place joey logano third place denny hamlin fourth play fourth place brad keselowski and fifth place chase elliott uh rounded out your top five from the spring uh did want to mention that as you recall at the race last year uh chase elliott was your race winner and what uh eventually won him the the championship last year so that's your review from the past uh phoenix races all right it all comes down to this the final race of the season and it just so happens that I have the top three. That's uh, my drivers are going to finish one, two, and three. I'm going to get the first six point weekend, and it's going to vault me into not only the segment but the season championship. I'm calling, calling it. your shot. I'm calling it. You're They're calling your shot, huh? I'm bringing out the big guns. My first pick for the Phoenix race is Kyle Larson. <laughs> Shocker. Big surprise there. That's also my pick. I mean, odds-on favorite for the championship right now. I mean, you you, you can't not pick them. So, I I I I agree with your first pick there, and so I'm sort of copying there. All right, hit me with your second pick, Burn. So my second pick for the Phoenix Raceway is a guy who knows how to win, and he won there last year. Chase Elliott. <laughs> Shocker. Oh. Another shocker. Another shocker for me, too. I'm going Chase Elliott as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah. All right. It's, and it's, then it's coming okay. down to it. So, Big Tay, here's, here's a little, little backstory on this. Prior to recording, 
I informed Big Tay that he we would probably have very similar drivers for I'm I'm not the surprised. Phoenix. I'm not surprised by any means. But. And <laughs> I'm just I, I'm very curious to see if it's going to if he's going to copy my third one because if he if my third driver because if he does it would secure him essentially beating me in the in in the playoffs segment of our fantasy game so all right big day my third driver is the driver who i actually think is going to win the championship denny hamlin oh really okay uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm not copying your third pick. <laughs> I, 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 I don't think he's got it, but I will go with a guy who, who I do also have money on. I will mention for the championship in addition to, to Chase Elliott, but, uh, my last pick for Phoenix to win the championship potentially uh i have ryan blaney i am writing that ryan blaney <laughs> fan club pick all the way taking it all to the, the way all the way baby and i'm hoping <laughs> for a big payday here too if he if he does pull this off so ooh, that means you put money on him way early that's right that's right <laughs> we'll see if it, pays right, it, if it pans out but yeah <laughs> Why don't we give just a really quick rundown on how our fantasy season's going? Um, I'll just go ahead and start it off. Uh, after Vegas, I scored three points. Tiny scored three points. Big Tay scored one. After Talladega, I scored one point. Tiny scored one point as well. So for the playoffs, the playoff segment right now stands Big Tay at 11 points. Me, Burn at 10, and Tiny at 7. And Big Tay, how do the overall season standings look? Well, overall is just as close as the playoff segment here going into the final two races of the season. So currently, I am sitting atop with 40 points for the regular season, or for the entire season, sorry. Uh, my brother, Tiny Tay, sitting at 39 points for the overall season standings and bernie sitting in third place here with 36 points so as bernie mentioned uh if he gets a six point swing here uh you know with with his championship picks he could you could potentially be looking at uh something there uh that's right uh, so Time will only tell, but uh, definitely a really tight race between us three as it comes down here to the home stretch. That's right, and we expected nothing less than that. That's right. Can't wait. Looking forward to it. Not only the race, but uh, you know, it's going to come down to uh, whoever wins is going to get uh, bragging rights here for the uh, for the next uh, uh, for the rest of the season. So that's right. For the next few months until fantasy football season's over. Hey, I'm 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 focused on this, man. This is best shot of championship for me right now. So, <laughs> so is that your excuse for the fantasy football uh, league then? <laughs> no, no comment. But I I am winning in my uh, matchup this week. So, but uh, again, no comment. I'm focused on fantasy NASCAR. <laughs> That's right, as everyone should be. All right, Big Tay. I believe you have a Big Tay's crazy NASCAR fact. It's time for Big Tay's Crazy NASCAR Fact. Brought to you by Big Tay. 
I know it's been quite a while since uh, we've had a fact, but uh, with the recent uh, successes of Kyle Larson, uh, there have been some interesting statistics to uh, manifested themselves from from uh, recent weeks here. So, got a couple uh, NASCAR facts for you here. Uh, you know, it's like I said, it's been a while. So, coming at you with uh, some pretty noteworthy uh, uh, news uh, facts here. So, first off, uh, did want to mention that uh, the fact of uh, Kyle Larson uh, passing Jeff Gordon in his laps led in a single season record. So the former record, as I mentioned, was held by Jeff Gordon in 2001, uh, and his record was 2,320 laps led. Uh, obviously, with his win at Kansas, uh, leading some laps there, he has surpassed that, and so we have a new record holder for uh, most laps led in a single season. And just a test to the dominance of uh, Kyle Larson this season, and I guess it's throwback to uh, to the Jeff Gordon days in the early 2000s there. Uh, he's dominated, that's for sure. That's right. I mean, that's one of the most least surprising stats to see that Kyle Larson had broke the record, beating Jeff Gordon for the most laps led in a single season. Well, not to be outdone, uh, <laughs> Kyle Larson also uh, uh, surpassed a... Well, not surpassed, but... Uh, Tied a record, if you will, of uh, another legendary NASCAR driver, and that being the Dale Earnhardt. So, with uh, his win at Kansas, Kyle Larson now becomes uh, the latest driver since Dale Earnhardt in 1987 to win three straight races twice in a single season. Wow. Uh, those Again, those are just uh, testaments to the... Really, the greatness of what we're seeing uh, in, in the talent this year uh, that is Kyle Larson. So, not only gets mentioned uh, in the stat with Jeff Gordon, but also with Dale Earnhardt here. So, uh, what a time to be alive <laughs> as a NASCAR <laughs> fan. That is 100% correct. Anything else you want to add, Big Tay? Uh, go Ryan Blaney. <laughs> <laughs> all right well with that we would just love 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 y'all to visit our social media pages our facebook page our twitter give us a, give us your prediction on who's going to win the championship because we would love for you guys to be right and us to be wrong i don't think that's gonna happen prove me wrong prove prove bernie wrong prove bernie wrong but yeah no Absolutely. Keep uh, keep an eye on our social medias. Uh, engage with us on there. Make your picks. Uh, certainly appreciate all the support that uh, the pit crew has given us uh, throughout the season. So Enjoy the races, everyone. We will do our season recap after the Phoenix race. So be looking for our first season recap at the end of the NASCAR season. Big Tay. What do you got to tell everybody? Uh, just uh, thanks again for joining us on this crazy ride here in this first season. Uh, appreciate all the engagements and uh, feedback and support they've gotten. And uh, you know, hey, let's uh, let's keep it going. Uh, you know, hopefully we uh, 
think uh, we've got some plans for uh, the future in the, in this podcast. But uh, you know, let's enjoy the final two races of the season and go, Ryan Blaney. Enjoy the races, everyone. Go, Danny Hamlin. <laughs>